Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. It's episode 270 and we're both a little bit sick. So we are going to be doing a roundup today of some of the different products, accommodation options, transport, and things to do that have recently been published on reviews.indietravelpodcast.com and tours.indietravelpodcast.com. Yes, this review section is relatively new. So we've got, well, it's it's growing day by day. We're getting new reviews all the time. And they're great. Um, some of them are written by us and some of them are written by other members of the Indie Travel Podcast community. So we thought we'd, uh, we'd advertise this section a little bit more and tell you about some of the cool products and services that people are talking about. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you come by tours.indietravelpodcast.com, you can either apply to be a reviewer, uh, in which case you'll be able to review restaurants and accommodation as you travel, uh, or if you are uh, running a company and listening to this, you can submit a product or a service for review, and we'll get someone around the world to come and check it out and uh, publish their review there at tours.indietravelpodcast.com. No, not at tours.indietravelpodcast.com. Yeah, at reviews.indietravelpodcast.com. But you you're can, going mad. You can tell, tell I'm a bit sick. The mind is wandering all over the place. Also, we got up early this morning. <laughs> We're in Linz at the moment, where it is cold. It's The high today is one, I think, with a low of negative three. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yesterday the high was negative two, which is not a high. No. I think look, it's got negative in it. Looking out the window at the snow covering the trees. But it's the end of March. I just don't get it. We, we thought, okay, we'll come to Austria and we'll go to Germany and we'll arrive in March because that's, you know, the beginning of spring. We'll be fine. Mm -hmm. We're not very big on winters. You might have picked up. And it's been freezing, really, like literally freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Ice and snow yeah. and all sorts of things. So what I want to know is, does snow kill the Easter Bunny, or are we still going to get some chocolate over the weekend? Well, we've already got some chocolate because Sabina is awesome. <laughs> We're staying with our friend Sabina, and uh, she suggested that we go on a pilgrimage today to the Haribo shop. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't call it a pilgrimage, we did. Yeah, well, she had to be at work at 10.30, so we had to get up a bit early. And we hopped on a bus, and we went all the way out to the, the outskirts of Linz. Uh, Linz is a nice town, but it's not got that much to see. Uh, so it wasn't the most interesting of journeys. But we went in, and it was amazing. There was a little kid screaming, actually like a child in a candy store, because it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of funny to see. And uh, we bought a bucket of sweets. Deliciousness. Yeah, they were good. Well, shall we uh, get into some of these reviews then? Yes, let's. So we've divided a, divided this podcast up into sections, just like the uh, review section is divided up. We've got categories on accommodation, transport, things to do, and books. There are other sections on reviews.indietravelpodcast.com, including apps and eating and drinking, but we just thought it would be a bit long if we went into so much detail. <laughs> so in future review roundups, we will talk about those sections. Yeah, because everyone likes eating and drinking. I certainly do. Well, um, for accommodation, let's begin with uh, our stay at Azul Fit in Fuenteventura. That's right. I wrote a review, I wrote a review about Azul Fit in, uh, in the Canary Islands, and it was good. It was a good review because we had a very good time. We really enjoyed our stay there. Most people stay for a week. That's how they uh, organize their price structure. But you can also stay for shorter or longer periods. Yeah, we heard about one couple, that uh, an Australian couple, and they were doing a, an extended round-the-world trip, and they stopped there for, it was either three weeks or four weeks. It was and a long just time. stopped and took time out and chilled and kind of regained their energy after 
I think it was about eight months on the road. And uh, yeah, you definitely need it after you've been traveling for so long. Make sure you plan in those rest months. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're going to be in Europe, then that would be a brilliant place to go and do that. Yeah, it was strange because we've been traveling on a, well, independently and on a budget. And while this is still independent, you find your own way to as of it. Uh, it's in kind of half-board situation. So you're getting two of your meals included uh, every day, or almost every day. So that was quite a different idea for us. But I think it could work really well with, for independent travelers as well, just to you know, take time out of the busy schedule. Mm, definitely. Um, and a lot of other people are coming down between jobs or you know, a week off and just going down and getting away from work, basically. Yeah. Enjoying yeah. some sunshine. Well, uh, also we've got a review in from Brian, um, a hostel in Budapest, Hungary, called the Butterfly Home. And he was very positive about, about this place as well, mostly because of the proprietors. He seemed to have a really great time because the, the owners were so welcoming and friendly and willing to give a lot of advice. So I think that that is a very important factor when you're looking at accommodation. It's the people you're with, and the owners obviously are going to be some of those people sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I found uh, Budapest we found not too difficult, but pretty hard. To, well, we, uh, we stayed in a hostel when we were there, and yeah. it was quite nice. Uh, it was one of those ones that doesn't have bunks, and it felt very friendly. But we weren't there for long enough, so maybe we should continue, uh, consider the butterfly home next time. <laughs> yep. And we also had a review in from Jane Lior in uh, the States. She was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and stayed in the Phoenician Resort. Yeah, I think the title of the review says it all. It's a resort for people who don't like resorts, <laughs> which is good because I'm certainly the kind of person who doesn't like resorts. But uh, she outlined the things that she did, including all sorts of extras, massages and, and things like that. And uh, she seemed to have a really good time. Yeah, I love looking at her photos and seeing the national park that's nearby and uh, the cactus garden that's right outside her room. It's just got this kind of rugged cliff, and to me it just looks so... Arizona. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, a full review. I mean, it comes in quite a lot. It's quite a long one compared to some of the other ones, but it goes through all of the details you might need to know if you're trying to decide whether to stay there or not. Yeah. If you've stayed somewhere good recently or stayed somewhere you'd like to warn the community about, <laughs> then um, yeah, come over to reviews.indietravelpodcast.com and uh, send us a, a request there for becoming a reviewer and uh, we'll hook you up with an account. Um, well, thinking about transport, we've uh, been really very much in Europe recently, um, and so the first one, the airline that everyone loves to hate but still travels anyway because you can get £10 fares, is Ryanair. Yeah, well, see, Ryanair is one of those companies that just makes me crazy, but I thought <laughs> I'd better write a review because we had had quite a good experience with them. We flew with them three or four times in the last year, and the last two have been amazingly positive, mm. mostly because when doing the booking, they didn't charge us extra for credit card fees. And I think that was just a once-off. I, I don't think they've changed their policy on that. Maybe it was just for a month or something. But I felt so much better about the whole thing because usually when I go through the process, I get angrier and angrier. I did feel frustrated having to click through 900 screens to say, no, I don't want to hire a car, and no, I don't want this, and I don't want to buy a bag. Why would I want to buy a bag when I'm booking my flight? Ah. But, uh, and that it didn't have the, um, like, an outline of exactly what I wanted to book before I pressed buy now. But, 
on the whole, it was a very much better experience than what I imagined I was going to have mm, based on past experience. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a lot worse. They've, uh, for want of a better word, streamlined it. It's kind of streamlined in the same way that a Michael Jackson CD <laughs> is designed for flight. It's uh, not custom built for it, but it kind of does the trick. No, but it's, um, it's getting better. And yeah, I don't know, it, so it really depends on where you're flying from and to. Yeah. Um, if you treat it like a bus and you're on it for an hour and a half, two hours, it's no not problems. too much of a problem. Well, uh, we had a much more pleasant journey with uh, Nevera Armas, which is uh, the ferry company that does the traverse between Lanzarote and uh, Fuerteventura. Yeah, there are lots of different companies you can go with, including a new one we saw just as we were going to get on the ferry. But uh, we went with Nevera Armas. They had a special deal running, and uh, yeah, it was very pleasant. Yeah, it was, it was only a 25-minute trip, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, it was comfortable, it was set up to be social with nice big semicircular couches, and the food and drink in the bar were not extortionately priced, which That's a is huge thing. a huge thing when, A, you're going from tourist centre to tourist centre, and B, you are on the water. Yeah. Another company that we recently travelled with that had reasonably priced food and drinks was West Bar. And we only travelled with them about three days ago. It's a, a relatively new train company here in Austria. Most of the trains are run by UBB, which is the national rail carrier. Um, and a few years ago, this Westbahn company opened up, and they do long routes all the way across the country. I think it's only from Salzburg to Vienna. They had some buses as well. We went from Vienna to Linz, and we had a very good experience. Yeah, well, it's kind of neat because you can buy your tickets on the train, which is really convenient, mm -hmm. and they seem to be about the same price as the UBB card with, uh, sorry, an UBB ticket with a Vortios card, which is a discount card you buy. So it's 50% so discount, it's, basically. Yeah, it's basically 50% off the rack rate for the same trip on UBB, and yeah. the train we were on was was it was nice. It was new. Um, seats were comfortable. We had power in seats. Yeah. I liked the uh, conductor's uniforms as well. They all wear <laughs> jeans and these little blue hats. But uh, we did do a similar journey from in reverse, from Linz to Vienna, and we bought our tickets in advance with UBB, and they only cost us €9, Euros, which is obviously quite cheap. Uh, I think the standard price for Westbahn is 17.50, and the standard price for the journey on UBB is €35, Euros mm. more or less. So if you can get an advance, then it's better to go with UBB, but if you're just going on the day, then Westbound is great because, yeah, like Craig said, you can buy your tickets on the train. We haven't actually written that review yet, so don't go looking for it. But, you know, <laughs> that's basically the review in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to finish that up this week, eh? I thought you would. <clears throat> oh, did you? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're planning on going back to Vienna with them, so maybe we'll do that first. And... Ride it on the train? Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, our things to do section is quite food and drink heavy at the moment. Uh, we've kind of got a general things to do, um, but at the moment it seems to all be food tours, which or, is and reviews not, of Jerez, <laughs> which is not too much of a problem. Yeah, that's right. With all that time we had in Jerez, we actually had enough time to a go and do things and b write reviews of them. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, let's ignore the ones of Jerez just. For this purpose, you can mm -hmm. go and read about all the different wineries and the horse show and things we talked about a month or two ago on the podcast. Um, let's 
Stay in Spain, though. Uh, Madrid Food Tours. Alexis went on this tour. I'm so um, jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's run by a woman called Lauren. And Lauren, we actually met at a travel blocking convention in Portugal. And then Alexis got to go on her food tour uh, in Madrid. <sighs> this is like my brothers, sisters, cats, <laughs> dogs, gosh. Uh, but she Your had, cat is a dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a brilliant time uh, going around the uh, the different tapas bars and eating and drinking her way around Madrid. And uh, yeah, I recommended it to another listener, Mark, recently. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what he thinks. Uh, he's going at the end of the month. Mm, so awesome. yeah, should be good. Another review we have is um, of the Tavira Tower in Cadiz. And that was really fun. We were there with uh, our friend Alba. And uh, we went up the tower, and they had a camera obscura. I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. It's just so cool to see things happen, see the waves coming in, and it was fun. Yeah. Did we describe the camera obscura when we talked about Jerez? I think so. Yeah. Well, you can describe so it at the end. Sure. It's, it's basically a big, uh, big disc which an image is projected on, uh, and the, the image is created by a kind of a couple of different mirrors and lenses up in a periscope kind of thing above the building. Yeah, it's mad. You're looking uh, down like you're scrying. It's this big bowl that you're looking down into, and the the mirror is above you up in a tower, and it's reflecting down into this this bowl that you're looking down to too. Yeah. It was cool. And uh, yeah, to to change focus, you you move your scrying bowl, for (laughs) want of a better word, Um, physically move it up and down. And so, yeah, it's really cool. Um, we also went on the Urban Adventures Tour of Berlin last year during Indie Rail, and uh, we've written up a review of that. Urban Adventures has heaps of tours. Um, I think we've still got the promo discount running with them. If you use the coupon code Indie Travel when you check out at uh, urbanadventures.com, um, so that's a good discount. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we went with them around Berlin, and it was... An intense tour. It was called the Storyline Tour, and Berlin's modern history is multifaceted and complex, to say the least. Um, So we went from a a little touch and taste of medieval Berlin, um, and then we really focused on the last, say, hundred years from World War One, World War Two, into the post World War Two years, the Cold War, the the split kind of time with East and West, and uh, then into the fall of the wall and what's happening now and some of the changes that we're seeing in the city even at the moment. So It was a just, really good tour. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was full on. And if you're interested in getting a touch of history, then in something so complex, you can sit at the library for a couple of days <laughs> or walk around the city for a couple of hours with them. And, it was uh, brilliant. Yeah. We also did several other tours with Urban Adventures, including a Cicetti of Venice tour in Venice. Uh, we did one when we were in Prague, which was really good as well. And what was the other one we did? Um, Portugal. Ah, yes, the, uh, the Lisbon Fado tour. That was yeah. really cool. Food and Fado. Yum. Once again, lots <laughs> of food and drink. <laughs> Excellent. Well, before we start drooling, let's move on and talk about some of the books that have been reviewed recently. Luckily, none of them talk about food, so that's quite good. <laughs> uh, we've got three or four books being reviewed at the moment. In fact, we've got another one that is about food coming up soon. <laughs> just written a review and it's going to be published very soon. But the ones that we've got at the moment is, first of all, The Ultimate Guide to Frequent Flyer Miles. Uh, Jane did a review of uh, Travis, 
Travis Sherry. Travis Sherry's book. Yeah. And uh, she said basically the price is quite high, but if you're an absolute beginner, then it might be worth it for you. Yeah, we've got um, quite a few different frequent flyer grabbing products that mm. we've uh, reviewed in the past at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash miles. And uh, I'm going to add, add in this review into that mix there. So it seems like with um, some of the other products that we've reviewed in the past are certainly cheaper. And, um, but this one's got a very big picture view. So it's, it was 50-50. Mm. I think for us, I mean, we don't really use frequent flyer miles. Mm. Being New Zealanders, we don't have as many offers as people from the States do. So yeah, we can't just sign up to credit cards and get the points. It really seems to me like a, a North American game. Yeah, yeah. We've looked into it, but it just hasn't worked for us. Yeah. Um, the Cubicle Escape Plan is a book by Sarah Van Bergen, uh, who writes at Yes, Yes, uh, which is a great blog. And, uh, yeah, so we had Alana review that. Um, she said it was good for encouragement and it had a few practical ideas on where to go, what to do. If you're this kind of personality, go and do that. If you're interested in this, go and do that. Yeah. And It was uh, mostly yeah. focused on stories of people who had done it. Yeah. So really Lots good for giving studies. you ideas yeah. and, and getting you, yeah, giving you ideas of what, about what you could do. Yeah. And uh, then we have The Liar's Guide to South America, which um, I had a brief look at, and it seemed quite fun. Um, the Liar's Guide is kind of looking like the Lonely Planet logo. Every time I see um, it, I think it's the Lonely Planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, Alana reviewed that for us as well, and she really, well, thought it was good. Yeah. It's a novel, so it's not... It's not Quite yeah, the same as the other books that have been quite, reviewed. It's quite different, yes. <laughs> but it could be a good book to take with you or, or give you a, a vicarious view of South America, I don't know. Mm. Like we said, we've also got other sections on the site, a uh, food and drink section and an app section. I think the app section only has one app in it at the moment. Yeah, I've got a couple more sitting on my phone that I need to review as well. Yeah, we need to get onto that. But uh, yeah, like we said, if you'd like to review something, whether it is a restaurant, an app, uh, place to stay then please be in touch with us and uh, hopefully we'll be able to hook you up with someone yeah or some absolutely. product to review um and well you haven't heard all of the uh the coughing that we've edited out of this podcast so i think we'd better uh shut down and and move on yep unfortunately we are not well i blame winter i blame yeah. winter sticking around i really don't think it should still be here <laughs> Um, I know I've had some problems recently with some people trying to sign up for the Indie Travel Podcast community. We've been tweaking the, the algorithms. Um, I had a look. We get about 200 to 300 robots a day trying to sign up. It's thousands a month. Wow. And so we're trying to keep all of that spam off the site without making it difficult for you to be able to sign up. Um, so, yeah, do come down, IndieTravelPodcast.com, and you'll be able to sign up there on the homepage. Um, down the bottom of the page near where the forums are and uh, then you'll be able to take part in the forums share photos update your status let us know where you're going and what you're up to and uh, yeah make some travel friends there and don't forget that you can help the indie travel podcast stay traveling by booking through us so visit indietravelpodcast.com slash flights slash hostels and slash insurance when you're booking a tra travel online and we've got a library of books to share at guides.indietravelpodcast.com. Uh, this is the last week to get Las Vegas and Buenos Aires at their introductory price of $9.99. Uh, they'll be going up to the normal price on the 1st of April. 
Um, April Fools. No, not really. Um, but yeah, we'll be finishing off uh, that introductory special there. So if you're going to Vegas or Buenos Aires this year, or if you know um, anyone who's going, yeah, go or if you and, want to encourage uh, someone to go, <laughs> go or pick, you go to Buenos Aires. <laughs> go and pick up a copy this week, and you'll get it at the discounted price. And for some non-monetary ways of helping us out, tell all your friends about Indie Travel Podcast. Invite them to our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Indie Travel, or leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. Well, I think that's us for this week. Until next week, travel well.